0: Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. As always, I'm your host, Declan, and you're about to listen to Season 5, Episode 3 of the show, where I'm going to be sharing what are, from my perspective, the three most important skill sets that people can develop early in their personal development journey that are going to set a firm foundation for them to live a happy, thriving, and fulfilled life. So quite often... When I share with people that I'm a happiness researcher and I'm at a happiness college, well, the first things they ask is, "What is happiness, and what are my three things to build it?" So they're just like, "Give me the condensed version of happiness." Now, first and foremost, I will highlight there is no one-size-fits-all answer to what a happy and fulfilling life is. However, there are common themes that we see come up consistently, not only throughout the research but amongst our members at our happiness college as they move towards a happier and more fulfilling life. So I'm going to be sharing some of those common themes today and I've really chosen to lean into and focus on the three that I feel are the most important to start with. So if you are quite early in your personal development journey or if you're like, hey, I want to live a happier, more fulfilling life, but I'm not really sure what to start with to get there, this is a fantastic episode to listen to and then of course to go put into practice So with that said, without further ado, let's jump straight into this week's episode of the show. Okay, so no beating around the bush with this one. We're going to jump straight in. I'm going to just share with you the three that I feel are the most important skill sets to start with. Now, they are all internal skill sets. So, again, if you've listened to the show for a while or maybe you've come along to our Hacking Happiness Masterclass, which is our free online masterclass we do every single month for people to learn about happiness and the science of happiness, you will know that our internal skill sets are far more important in determining our happiness and well-being in life than our external skill sets. Now, what do I mean by that? External skill sets are your technical skill sets. That's like, say you're a great carpenter. That is a fantastic external skill to have if you want to build a house, right? Say you're really good uh, with mathematics. That's probably really useful if you're working in the financial market, right? So, for a lot of us, we go through school focusing on building technical and external skill sets. And we forget about our internal skill sets. So, these are our... Previously, they were known as soft skills. I like to call them our human skills, the things that make us distinctly <clears throat> excuse me, distinctly human. And so, when we look at the research, it's shown that these are four times more predictive on how happy we feel in life than those technical and external skills. So, you can be a fantastic carpenter or be great with math, but that doesn't mean you're going to be good at looking after your happiness and well-being. Yeah? So... When it comes to these internal skills, there's obviously hundreds of them. That's, there's so many. This is what we do at our happiness college is give people the opportunity to learn them and develop them and practice them uh, and become the best version of themselves. But when we look at all of the different internal skill sets, there are three that stand out as being quiet, valuable, important, and impactful skills to develop as soon as possible in your life. and Those are boundaries, self-care, and emotional intelligence. That's not in a particular order. That's not saying one, two, three. That's just the three that I I recommend people start with. So let's break them down a little bit more. Boundaries, yeah? Being able to confidently identify, communicate, and uphold where to set boundaries with yourself and with others in your life. The reason this is so important is if you get stuck in the helper or the giving trap, if you're not able to say no to people or to set healthy boundaries with yourself and some of the behaviors that you have, you're spreading yourself really thin from the get-go. You know, 95% of the time when I talk to people about, you know, stress or overwhelm or anxiety, one of the first things that we see is that their life is just over cluttered. And a lot of it is cluttered with stuff that's not actually all that meaningful or valuable to them as an individual. It's stuff they either feel obliged to say yes to or stuff that they've begrudgingly taken on. There was an example the other day. um, One of our members had shared that for years on end, she was consistently volunteering for the parent committee uh, of the local netball team, even though she couldn't stand doing it. It just added a ton of stress and anxiety to her life. But she just kept saying yes to it. She couldn't figure out how to set the boundary with that. A lot of other people, they say, you know, I've got so much on and I'm so busy and there's no way I could look after myself. And you ask them to open up their screen time app and how long they spend on their phone and they're spending three, four hours a day on social media. And so boundary around social media usage would help free up some of that. It's really hard to dedicate focus and energy into making your life happier and better if you're already spread super thin. And you're not able to start saying no and letting go of some of those things that are weighing heavily on your mind and on your schedule. So that's the first one. The second one, and by the way, we have tons of episodes on boundaries throughout the show. If you go to previous seasons, you'll see uh, plenty of episodes around boundaries. So if that's something that you're like, oh, I got to get better at that, definitely go check them out. Second one is then self-care. So whereas boundaries are more about going, well, what's currently draining my energy? What's currently draining my cups? We call them the self-care cups at our happiness college at BU. So you go, what's currently draining them? I'm going to set some boundaries around that. I'm going to try and plug the holes. I'm going to try and stop that leak of energy so I'm not spread too thin. Self-care is then, okay, do I have an effective, practical, and enjoyable approach to filling those cups back up? And so when we look at self-care, of course, we want it to be diversified. We don't want it to all rely on one thing because then what happens if that one thing's not available? Big, um, that's been a huge thing for people's self-care journey over the last 18 or so months with uh, the coronavirus pandemic that we've all been living through. You know, I know a lot of people whose entire self-care plan was, well, I go to the gym and that makes me feel good. It's like fantastic. What happens when gyms close? Yeah, so with our self-care, A, we want to look, okay, is it diversified? B, we then want to look at, does it have a nice little blend between what we call small sips and big gulps? So small sips being little things that don't take too long, that just tops up a little bit. They don't take a lot of energy to do. And the big gulps being those big, you know, refill moments that probably don't happen all that much, but it's something to look forward to. So those are like the holidays or the massages, you know, those big moments there. The issue with this, right, and I want to highlight here, part of the internal skill set of building a healthy, sustainable, effective self-care plan is then being able to follow through on it without feeling guilty. And so the reason I think this is such a foundational skill and one of the core three to start with is similar to boundaries with self-care, you've got to start learning to be okay with prioritizing yourself and your needs and recognizing that you're important in your life. It's very hard to uphold boundaries and to follow through on your self-care plan if you place work, family, kids, your friends, like everyone's needs ahead of your own. You're somewhere down at the bottom end of that list. That's just going to lead to a burnt out, overwhelmed, stressed, and to be honest, resentful you as well. If you've ever gone to the point where you resent people for asking for help, it's like, that's a good sign. Maybe you're taking on too much. We need to learn to start... As I said, putting in those boundaries and filling our cups back up. Now, the third one is emotional intelligence. Now, you may have heard of emotional intelligence before. It's getting a lot of press and recognition over the last 10, 20 years, which is very valuable. I think it's quite important. Previously, all the focus was on IQ, right? Which is more of those hard skills, external skills that we're talking about before. EQ or emotional intelligence is our ability to be aware of, understand, and effectively manage how we feel. Now, for a lot of people, they challenge challenging the gap here. And for me, in the early stages of my journey, the gap here is we're reactive with our emotions rather than proactive with them. So we don't notice them until they're at a boiling over point. I like to use the analogy, let's say it's stress, let's say it's overwhelm, let's say it's anger, let's say whatever the feeling is that you're wanting to manage more effectively. Use the analogy of like a, a boiling pot on a stove. Rarely do we notice when it's simmering. A lot of people will tend to notice and then try and retrospectively act upon this feeling once it's already boiling over. And you know what boiling over looks like. We accidentally take it out on those closest to us. Maybe we're frustrated with work, but then we you know, come home in a, in a bad mood and we take that out on our loved ones. It's about... Learning how to recognize when our emotions are in that simmering stage and go, okay, is this a feeling that I want to lean into and nurture and cultivate, in which case I'll dial it up a bit, like calm, contentment, happiness, joy, connection? Or is this a feeling that I want to just keep an eye on, not get rid of entirely, but just manage a little bit more healthily and dial it down a bit? And now, out of all of the internal skill sets that we can look at, Emotional intelligence is actually the one that's shown to have the biggest impact on people's happiness in life, which makes sense because feeling happy is an emotion. So learning how to manage your emotions more effectively would, of course, play into that. But it's also been shown that when people manage their emotional intelligence more effectively, they're better performers at work, so they're more likely to get promotions and pay rises. They're better partners, so they have happier relationships normally. And they're even in better physical health. There's this real flow-on effect from managing our emotions in a really healthy way. So when we look at these three, right? Boundaries, self-care, emotional intelligence. The first thing I'd recommend you do if you're regardless actually of whether you're in the early phases of your personal development and happiness journey, or you know, you've been doing this for a few years, but maybe just feeling a bit stuck and in a plateau lately, if all you had look at each of these three and go, how am I doing in each of these three? Where are the gaps? You know, if you want to break it down, you can go on a scale of 1 to 10, how confident do I feel with my my ability to identify, communicate, and uphold boundaries with myself and with others? You're like, you know what? Right now, that's like a 4. And I'm not that great at that. There's probably a lot of room. I've got some basics there, but I could get a lot better with it. Then you look at self-care. Scale of 1 to 10, how confident do I feel in my ability to create, uh, implement, and uphold healthy and sustainable self-care routines without feeling guilty about them? Okay. And you might go, you know what? I've worked on that a lot. That's up around a seven or an eight. I'm smashing that. Beautiful. So we're pouring a lot of water in that example, but it's all just flowing out because we don't have boundaries. <laughs> yeah, we're topping the self-care cups up really well, but we haven't plugged the gaps. Or you might go, how confident am I in my ability to be aware of, understand, and healthily manage my emotions? And maybe you go, actually, you know what? I am quite reactive with my feelings. I don't really notice whether that's they boil over. Okay. So that might be a two out of 10, right? whatever it is for you it's just again kind of pointing the direction on where you should be focusing more of your effort and intention with your personal development and with your happiness and that's why I'd like to leave you with today as always you know these these podcast episodes are designed to be short little easily digestible um, uh, bits of content that you can consume and go okay cool what hit home for me there It's designed to be something that then leapfrogs you and and helps you step into the next action. Again, something I'm going to hammer a lot this season, right? Thinking about change and being aware of change and being like, oh, that was an interesting podcast. Those are interesting skill sets. This is where I sit in them. Happy days. That's not going to make a difference in your life. You've then got to go, okay, cool. If my boundaries are at a 4 out of 10, what do I do to get better at them? If my emotional intelligence is at a 2 out of 10, what do I do to get better at them? Now, if you want to get better at any of these skills, just like any skill in life, I tend to recommend the best way is to go learn from someone. You want to learn You want to learn guitar, one of your best things you can do? Go get a guitar teacher. You want to learn Spanish? Go find someone who speaks Spanish. Practice. Now, it's the same with these skills. You are not going to nail them overnight, but with the right guidance and the right skills and the right team in your corner, you will learn them quicker. You'll make less mistakes. And you'll master them in a much shorter time. So if that's something that you're interested in and you want to have access to those tools and that team in your corner, then of course, reach out to us. You can go check out more information about our happiness college. I will leave the links as always in the show notes. uh, Or if you're listening to a platform that doesn't have show notes, go to bucoaching.org and under the what we do column, there's a section called Personal Happiness Coaching. You can click that and find out all about our happiness college, which is where we teach people not only those three skill sets, but a whole range of internal skill sets that lead to a happy and fulfilling life. Or you can also come along to our Hacking Happiness Masterclass, which we do every single month. It's our free masterclass that we open up to the public. And it's a chance for you to come and learn more about we actually dive quite deeply into emotional intelligence in that session. We break down the five stages of emotional intelligence so you can see which stage you're currently at. We also share what the right actions and steps are to move up those stages. So if you're like, I'm a stage two on emotional intelligence, we'll talk about how do you move yourself to a stage three. So that's a fantastic one to come along to. Uh, it's on a Tuesday night uh, in Sydney time uh, at 630 Normally, the last Tuesday of each month, but to find out the details for the next one, just head to, again, our website. And then from there, you can go to the Hacking Happiness section under free stuff because that's one of our free masterclasses. So make sure you do that. But starting from today, I mean, the first thing I said, just take a moment to sit with where would I put myself on a scale of 1 to 10 on each of those three most important foundational skills towards a happy and fulfilling life. Boundaries, self-care, and emotional intelligence. And just like that, we've reached the end of yet another episode here on BU with Jacqueline Edwards. Now, super exciting. That's the third episode of this season, which means our next one, of course, every four episodes, we do a deep dive session with an incredible guest. Now, it might be someone who is a member of our team. It might be one of our freshman or sophomore year members or even junior or senior year members at BU at our Happiness College. It could be a graduate member. It could be someone that we've partnered with before. It's someone who can give you a raw and real and honest insight into what a journey of personal development and happiness actually looks like. And I'm super excited about our next episode because the guest we have is someone I'm very closely connected to, someone that I have a a high amount of respect and care for, and I cannot wait for them to bring their insight and expertise to this show. So make sure you subscribe to the show so you know when that episode comes out. If you have been listening for a while and you haven't subscribed, you are missing out. Uh, as soon as you subscribe, you'll be one of the first people to get access to those new episodes. And of course, if you are subscribed, thank you so much for the support. Make sure you've left a review. Make sure you've shared this with your friends and family. By working together, we really can spread that ripple effect that makes the world a happier place. Now, as we spoke about in the show, if you do want to take those next steps and really lean into your personal development journey, get accountability, get the right team of coaches in your corner and learn those skills and tool sets that are going to accelerate your personal development and your happiness in life, then make sure you find out more about our Happiness College. Uh, It's an award-winning happiness college. Now, we're very proud to have won awards for our work. You can go through to our website, follow the links in the show notes, and uh, yeah, just go there and take those next steps. But until the next time we talk, as always, you know what we do, make an impact, start with self, and be you.